0: Hello, and welcome to this week's edition of Talk on Tech. I am Patrick Smith, and this week we have another one of our interview only episodes. With me today, I have a former student of mine, John Ramey, here. Hello, John. Hello, Patrick. And we're going to talk to John today about um, what kind of led him to come to Mount West, uh, what type of classes he took, and what he's doing now uh, with that experience and any advice he may have uh, for people out there as to what you should do, especially if you're thinking about going to college, any any advice he could give you on how to get where he's at or, or any pitfalls he had that you can hopefully avoid. So, John, I guess first tell us about... Tell us about your life with computers, because obviously you end up coming here for computers. And, and tell us how you got to Mount West and started taking computer classes.
1: Well, um, when I was younger, I, di- I didn't really have a whole lot of interest in computers, actually. Um, I grew up, my dad restores old cars, um, grew up out in the country. So I never really had a big interest in computers. I was probably 15 years old, and I got my first job at Circuit City. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> so... Um, started out there as seasonal help and eventually after the seasonal was over they kept me on thankfully and um, actually put me in the computer department. Um, that's where I got my first start and at first I was like yeah this this really sucks. But uh, <laughs> but uh, af- after a few months it really grew on me. Um, uh, I was going out to people's houses, meeting different people, setting up different networks um, printers, wireless routers, just computers for people.
0: So you were um, more than just a salesman on the floor trying to sell a computer.
1: Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Okay. You um, you
0: were going out and doing calls.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, they, they had me going a couple of different places, probably two or three times a week. Oh, okay. Um, and then from there it was virus removal, just your general low level tech stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, adding in a graphics card, changing some memory. Things like that, which um, which was good, it gave gave me a lot of experience there.
0: So for 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 people today who who don't remember Circuit City <laughs> or they weren't in their area, Best Buy is still around for now. So you were similar to what Geek Squad does for Best Buy.
1: Yes, yes. Okay. Um, ab- about the time that I that I went over to the computer department. Um, they had a department. It was called uh, Fire Dog, I believe is what it was called. Mm-hmm. And that's about the time Geek Squad came around. Oh, okay. So, it was, uh, so you were there first. Yeah, it was a lot of competition. But uh, in the end, Best Buy did prevail, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: well, you know. We'll, we'll see how they do. Yeah. They, may, they may go down eventually themselves.
1: But, uh, yeah, after that, I uh, ended up taking a completely different career path. After high school, I uh, ended up joining the Marine Corps for a little while.
2: No. okay. Uh,
1: did my time in there. And as my time was winding down in the military, I decided, you know, I don't know if I want to do this forever, so I'm going to take the GI Bill that I have and go to school for something. And it came down to either the medical field or computers. And I had experience with computers, and I, I generally liked what I did at Circuit City, so I was like, you know, the, the, the route in the medical field is a very long and strenuous route. Mm-hmm. So I figured I, I, would, I would give computers a go. Okay. And, you know, like any typical college kid, I can always change my major if I wanted to.
0: Right, right. Well, in, in the military, did you do anything with computers, or was it simply your idea that with Circuit City, uh, you wanted to latch on to that?
1: Well, I I didn't do anything with computers in the military. Oh, okay. Um, I did explosives. Oh, okay. But, um...
0: Well, there's some electronics there.
1: Some. Yeah. Some. But, um... No, it came down to... I was really looking at job market. Mm-hmm. Um, what uh, what was a growing category in mm-hmm. the job market and what uh, opportunities I had in, in this area and kind of a tri-state area Okay. Um, versus having to move around a lot.
0: Okay. So you decided with your GI Bill that you wanted to go ahead and go into computers. So how, how did you end up winding up at Mount West?
1: Um, well, I actually... Uh, I actually got this whole thing started um right out of high school I took one semester at Marshall mm-hmm. when it was Marshall Community and Technical College. Yep. And uh then, then I went off to the military and when I came back I was like, you know, I'm I'm gonna go back to Marshall Community and Technical College. Mhm. Well there was no Marshall Community and Technical College. Right. So um so I came back to Mount West.
0: Mhm. Okay. So, it was just the fact that you'd already been here and you wanted to continue on. It's a lot easier in that case.
1: Right, absolutely. And and I looked at it from the standpoint of if I go and get a a two year associate degree, I can go ahead and start working Mm -hmm. while pursuing a bachelor's degree instead of trying to go all four years and then try to find a position.
0: That's true. That's true. You can go ahead and get some work done and then go back to school while you're working. Yeah. So uh, which was the option that you did in the IT for us? Was it the network administration, the Microsoft? absolutely. Okay. I remember that um, you took, if not all of them, you took a majority of my Microsoft classes. Every one of them. The 2008. And if my memory serves, you can correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure you also went and sat for just about every test.
1: Every one of them.
0: So so you are currently uh, an MCITP. Server admin and also an enterprise admin. Correct. Did you also go and sit for Exchange?
1: Uh, I did. You did. I did. Oh, okay. Um, also, set for Security Plus, Net Plus.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: wow. um, eventually, after we did the uh, the storage class, mm-hmm. um, I didn't take it initially. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that class, right? Um, that pilot class, but probably about two years ago. Yeah, I went and took it.
0: You went to the EMC mm-hmm. Information Storage Associate. Yep. Fantastic. Are there any, just out of curiosity, are there any extra certifications after MCTC that you decided to get besides the storage one?
1: Um, I did get some cloud computing certifications.
0: Okay. Which I'm imagining is going to lead into what we're going to talk about here in a yeah, minute. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> so um, after your time at MCTC and you went ahead and graduated and you had a, many certifications under your belt – where did you Where did you then go at that point?
1: Um, from that point, I started doing like every college graduate does, trying to find a job. Mm-hmm. And you got to start at the bottom somewhere.
0: That's true. That's true. Um, you have to.
1: So, luckily enough for myself, I actually got hired on with a bank. Oh, okay. Um, I was working with a company out of Hurricane mm-hmm. um, called Netronom while I was coming here. Okay. So I was kind of kind of getting the best of both worlds. I was getting some experience, some Mm hands-on, while also coming here to learn. Right. Um, And then out of here, I got got hired on with the bank.
0: And so for for IT at the bank, though, correct? Yes. Yes. Actually,
1: um, with the certifications that I had and the um, the little bit of experience the year or so that I had with the company Netronom, Mm -hmm. combined with my education, um, I actually got a decent job. Um, I was a... It was a network administration job. Mm-hmm. They labeled it as a Microsoft specialist mm-hmm. because of the certifications that I had. Right. And so, I actually, the lead job that I got coming out of here, mm-hmm. um, I was managing two people. Oh, already.
0: wow! So you were you were a manager at that point? Yes. Now, I'm just curious. You came here and you did the Microsoft side of the fence. Did you have to do much much uh, configuration or have much exposure with a bunch of hardware there, I mean, like Brocade, Cisco, that type of thing?
1: Um, no, no. Um, I didn't. I didn't have a whole lot of experience with networking. Right. Um, before I left MCTC, I did take the the first class for Cisco. Just, okay. just kind of an introductory. Sure. Class. Um, I I did get some hands-on experience at, while at the bank. Um, they had a few. They had a couple Cisco switches, my um, Cisco modem.
0: Well, I guess that was more what I was trying to go for was the fact <clears throat> was the fact that even though you were mainly Microsoft when you got to the bank, did you find oh suddenly I got I got to deal with this hardware stuff?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Was, so
0: then you had to start researching <laughs> on your own, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. The uh, I, I, that was that, that was real interesting when I first got there. So I uh, I ended up being the before I left there, I was in charge of all the firewalls. Wow. Yeah, um, which was real interesting. Uh, I think they they have fourteen remote locations minus their headquarters. Oh, and so
0: you weren't you weren't just like a local bank's IT guy. No, no. Oh, okay.
1: No. Um, and they had a firewall at each location and also a firewall at every ATM that wasn't in a location. Yeah. So, in, in total, they had, I would say, roughly 30.
0: Oh, okay, so you were more like a regional IT manager. Because I, I was thinking you were just like at a bank, you were the IT guy, <laughs> you had three people there, and you, it must have been a big bank, but you you had a, how many branches, roughly?
1: Uh, there was 15. Wow. Yeah.
0: Wow, that's impressive.
1: Yeah, it uh, it, it it was really kind of hit the ground running type mm-hmm. deal. Um, I I got a lot of hands on experience there. I got to uh, implement WDS, mm-hmm. um, all the WSUS, maintain all that. Um, they they used a Dell product before I got there
0: mm-hmm. for their for their software updates mm-hmm. or the deployments. Both. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. Um,
1: and they 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 had a lot of old school <coughs> technology, a lot of um. Oh, man, they probably had five separate tape devices.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, and which took different types of media. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so I, I, I had to learn the the storage class we had helped out quite a bit. So I, I knew, I knew RAID configurations and things like that. Mm-hmm. So it when I got there, it was you know there there was one guy there that that did the backups and dealt with the tapes and all the configurations like that he couldn't configure it, but he knew how to maintain it somebody mm-hmm. else already set it up Okay. and uh... When, when after about three or four months they found out that i knew about storage and so that also got kinda heaped onto the plate
0: yeah well i mean but you know it's helpful oh it, man it was better job security
1: oh absolutely that and we uh... we ended up taking they had many many physical servers we ended up taking them down to just a just a handful and everything virtualized.
0: Oh, okay. And just out of curiosity, were you all using VMware for that or were you yeah. using Hyper-V? Both.
1: Oh, you were using both. Yeah, it was a, it was it was a mixed bag. It got a lot of experience.
0: Okay. And I mean you had taken a virtualization class here but at the time it was Microsoft only, so you had the you had the the Hyper-V side of the fence. You didn't have the ESXR yet, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's that's cool. So after the bank, um, how did that play out? Where did you go next?
1: Um, from there, I actually um, it was really random. Actually, I uh, I left the bank, and I was going to my niece's birthday party in up northern Ohio, Mhm. and. A recruiter called me out of the blue, probably a, a week before I left to go to the birthday party. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Hey, what are you doing? I saw your resume. You, you care if we have you know, five minutes of your time?" I was like, "No, that's fine. Five minutes is fair." Uh uh-huh. And so he was like, uh, "We we ended up talking for probably fifteen or twenty minutes." He was like, "Do you care if you stop by on your way for ten or fifteen minutes?" I was like, "Sure."
0: So it just it just worked out that he calls you and you're driving up that way.
1: Yeah, it was it was really cool. So um, the the recruiter was out of Columbus. So I, I, I drive through Columbus at stop, and I, was, I had a, probably a 10-minute conversation with him. He was like, hang on a second. Let me make a phone call. He made a phone call of a guy who owned a business up there. Really cool guy. And on the spot, I went from there to an interview with him, and was there for probably 45 minutes to an hour, and left there 10 minutes from leaving there, they called and offered me a job. This was on like a Friday. Wow, he, he was like, "Can you be here on Monday morning?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Well, I can try, of course." Yeah. And so I, I ended up taking that job. Really, really cool job. Learned quite a bit there. Um, they did a lot of stuff with open source. Didn't I hadn't really done too much open source stuff.
0: So we're talking more like like Linux, basically. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um. And so, like, were they doing hosting? Like, what type of services were they
1: selling? Um, it was a managed services company. Okay. Um, when, when when I got there, it was it, it was a it was a company that had exploded in the past, probably eight months before I got there. Okay. They had they had almost tripled in size. Wow. Yeah. And so they were still trying to refine some of those processes that most companies already have smooth and in working order. Mm-hmm. So there were some growing pains that went along with it, but it was it, it was. A very good time.
0: So, what would you say the position you got hired for, like what was your type of tasks or what was your title?
1: Um the the title was a level three support technician. Mm-hmm. And so I was doing everything. I mean it was it, it was really a a gambit when you when you walked in one day. I mean we we probably ran through about a hundred tickets a day. Wow! Uh, between probably eight of us. Mm-hmm. And. Most 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 days, I would uh, do anything from setting up a new server, um, going through event viewer logs to try to find out what why a server did what it did.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, maybe setting up a RAID configuration or going and setting up a complete new site. Oh, okay. Um, we did a lot of hosted stuff, email servers, desktops. hmm Um. It was, was Was
0: there any type of thing? I'm just trying to think. Some of the places around here that I hear about now are getting to the point to where for people to do their jobs, they're connecting through uh, like Zen desktop. So they're basically remote desktopping and running their stuff from that company site. And all they have are dumb terminals. Absolutely. Were you all doing stuff like that as um, well?
1: They weren't when I was there. Mm-hmm. They, were, uh, they were trying to work into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they were approaching a lot of different avenues, trying to figure out what would be the best suited for their company. Okay. Um, whether it be VM- VMware, um, Citrix, or mm-hmm. even Microsoft's Hyper V solution. So, but only in 2012. <laughs> right, right.
0: Right. Well, um, along those lines, so you were at the bank. You decided you were going to go to your niece's birthday party. You get a call because you've already got your resume, like on, on like a like Monster or Dice something like that, right? And then you just happen to already be driving that way. The next Monday from Friday, you've got a job, yeah. And so, how does that how does that job play out?
1: Well, I was there for probably six months.
0: Really? Okay.
1: Um, <clears throat> very fast, hard paced six months. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like I said, we uh, we we refined a lot of stuff while I was there for that company. mm Hmm um i learned a whole lot there a whole lot but i saw some things that i thought they could do better Mm hmm and i i kind of had a chit chat with the owner um the owner and i were very friendly he was he's young i mean he's only he's only 29 okay so and he's that that company's been around for eight or ten years wow yeah so he, he he's been doing it since you know he was 20 years old roughly and he was like, "Yeah." He was like, "That's uh, that's seems like a good solution. We'll uh, we'll put that on the the idea board, and we'll, we'll see where it goes." Right. Okay. You know, that's all you can. That's fair. Mm-hmm. You can ask for it. And time went on. Time went on, and I'm sitting here scratching my head, looking at this because I actually did a um, huge migration from XP when XP was dying out to mm-hmm. Windows Seven mm-hmm. for probably 30 companies. These companies range anywhere from. Five employees to fifty, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm I'm doing this all command line by hand. Wow! And because e- each each one seemed like it was different. Instead of setting up an image for each one, right? And then deploying apps through Group Policy or serving them up mm-hmm. via some type of remote application. I was like man this guy's. this is there's a better way to do this guys yeah and um it just it just never 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 felt right right and so for for probably the past couple years i've been wanting to start my own company Mm -hmm. and so one day at work i was like you know what i'm just gonna do it there's no i mean you got to bite the bullet and just do it sometime so you got you to gotta chase that dream. So uh, it's true. Went, I, I went and talked to him. I was like, hey, I think uh, I have some better solutions, and I wish you the best of luck, and I'm going to go start my own company. And he was like, oh, man, that's great. He was like, um, if you ever need any help, because he, uh, he's he's actually very intelligent when it comes to accounting.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: His parents are uh, CFOs. So he was like, if, if you ever need any help, just so let me know. I was like, "Well, that's that's that's,
0: that's, that's awesome, really cool, yeah. actually."
1: And so, uh, the very next day, I went down and registered for a business license, and the rest is history.
0: So, how long ago was that?
1: Uh, that's probably four months now, five months. Four months. So, tell us
0: tell us about your company then.
1: Uh, my company is actually called Sapper Cloud Solutions. Okay. Um, the name comes from. The word sapper is what combat engineers are called in the Marine Corps. Okay. And also the Army, they're they're called sappers. And so, it was kind of a, a, a an homage to my time in the military. Yeah. And so it is a completely cloud-based company. Um, it's a, a buddy of mine jokingly called it an everything as a service company because mm-hmm. we offer just about everything as a service. Mm-hmm. Um, r- from virtual desktops to um, storage to security, remote backups, disaster recovery, everything is a service. You pay for only what you use. You never have to buy hardware. You never have to buy software. Everything's basically run through us. Okay. And so we, we, we go through and set up people, like you mentioned before, with you basically have a monitor in front of you, a keyboard and a mouse, mm-hmm. and you either can use a zero client or a thin client strapped to the back of the monitor. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people now, the last place we did was a dealership,
0: mm-hmm.
1: a car dealership, and they are running on iPads. Wow. Um, they, they, they have, the only equipment they have in-house are some, uh, some, some wireless access points
0: mm-hmm.
1: and dual internet connectivity. Other than that, it's all iPad-based. They're all using virtual desktops, running on a server that I I give them to run on, and mm-hmm. deploying every, every all the uh, all the applications they need through Group Policy, depending on their membership.
0: And then so everything they're doing is just a screen refresh of what's happening across the internet at your location. Absolutely. So you know, customer information not stored locally. It's all stored with you. Someone breaks in the dealership. Don't have to worry. We didn't lose any customer information. We're not going to look bad at all.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and then um, it's uh, it works really well with your with your high level executives, your C levels, um, because they they want to they want convenience, but they but they also want to want to do their work wherever they go. hmm Um, and so if if you give them a tablet and say, here's your Bluetooth keyboard with it, type away. You, you can give them a virtual desktop experience like they're sitting in front of their desktop. Regardless of where they're at.
0: Very nice. And
1: uh, your big data protection, nothing leaves that virtual desktop. It never goes to the tablet, it never goes to anything it's touching. Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm curious, you know, now that I'm I mean I'm doing the virtualization classes and we do the Microsoft track and the VMware track. I'm curious that when you do your virtual machines and like for example with the iPad side of the fence or, or even with the Thing client. Are you all choosing to go Citrix, or is it a mixture depending on what they want?
1: It all depends on what their needs are. Okay. Um, most of the time, mm-hmm. it's VMware. VMware. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I
0: just and VMware View, probably. You're having mm-hmm. to use that for. Yep. Yes, View is a monster. <laughs> yes, I did. I did. Um, we can't do View anymore because they don't give out academic licenses. But I did create like a big three and a half hour video one time on VMware View. It was amazing everything you could do with it.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's it's really nice. Um, we we do everything through it. I, I do all my IDS, IPS, all my security web filtering, everything. Mm-hmm. And it's just one big dashboard. I can see everything.
0: Wow. Well, um, I guess I guess now I would like to ask you about. Takeaways that that you can look back on and see that you might relate to people. But I just want to throw a couple of them out there that that I see, which is, as you said, you've got to start somewhere. So you probably didn't think about it back then, but you started at Circuit City. You were having to do a lot of customer service. You got a lot of soft skills. I'm sure you learned how to deal with um, customers who who you felt like were complete idiots. Oh, absolutely. But you had to hold your tongue. You... You learn how to get patience with people. And that pays off now, especially because even once you got through the schooling, now you've got your own business. Now you, you don't make money if you don't sell to customers. So I would just say to people out there that are like, I have to work and I have to be on the help desk. You know, really? I've got all these great skills. doesn't matter how low you start. You're going to get something from all those, those jobs you're in. Because every single job you've mentioned, the Circuit City job, the job with Netronom, the job with the bank, the job with the people in Columbus and now your own, you constantly said things you picked up along the way. And that got you where you are now with that whole with that whole repertoire of skills. So everywhere you go is never a waste. You're there for a reason. You will pick up something and take it with you.
1: So... Oh, I, absolutely. I, I agree 100%. Um, I, I kind of had that mindset at, at first. Well, as... as as I was going through all the classes and stuff, me and another student, we, uh, we used to sit beside each other in class, and we're like, you know, this is great. We're going to have all these certifications and all this knowledge, and we're, we're going to go in, and we're going to be like, you know, help desk. I'm never going to work help desk. I'm just going to go straight past it. Right. But after, after working help desk and, and seeing some of the things that, that you interact with, with, with help desk that comes along with it, I, I can see why people start there. Um, I learned a lot of things as a level three technician there at the uh, job in Columbus. Mm-hmm. Um, they have about three hundred clients, three to four hundred clients. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot of stuff there that I'd never learned in any of the other previous jobs. Really? Yeah. Um. So I, I can definitely see why the why the people say you know you need to start out as help desk, and because I mean you you get a you get a wealth of knowledge there. Well, like,
0: can you, can you give me like some examples of areas or that type of thing?
1: Um, probably one of the things that's, that really stands out in my mind is actually Exchange. Because mm-hmm. I, I, we, we had the class here through Exchange and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, we set it up here. We didn't really maintain it.
0: No. It, it, yeah, it was a test environment. It was a clean environment. Right. Nothing went wrong because it didn't age.
1: Right. Right and um with 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 stuff like i was dealing with there it's some clients had their own environments Mm -hmm. um other people had set up maybe or it was it was a client that we acquired from somebody else and i learned quite a bit about exchange um (laughs) send and receive connections Mm -hmm. connections yep man those things will get you Every, every
0: time um, yeah, no one likes send and receive connectors even in <laughs> class when we were trying to figure out what they meant.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, it's real interesting. And um, also firewalls. Um, I, I got a lot of experience through some open source firewalls. Um and, and something something even as simple as adding an SSL cert. Until that job in Columbus I had never had to do it. Mhm. So, I mean, you know, your your, your low-level techs can if, – if you walk up to a help desk, mo- most of the time you're low-level tech, you can tell them, hey, add, add an SSL certificate to this website. hmm Sure. Until then, I'd never done it. I, I'd never had to. Right. So I had no idea how to do it. So
0: So you had to go into IIS, go to the site, right-click on Edit Bindings. Yes. And then and you needed to get it on there first. Oh, yeah. yeah. I had to recreate yeah.
1: the request and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff like that. You take away that, yeah, that uh, that really improves your knowledge.
0: Oh yeah. I had a, I had a friend email me the other day. Um, you may have had this happen to you, but I found this interesting because I had to help him research it. He already had a website that was on Apache, and so they were migrating from Apache over to IIS. And the problem was, the cert files on Linux are not like the cert files on Windows. And the company did not want to pay any money to get a new file. So he defined a way to get a Linux formatted uh, certificate file to be migrated over to a Microsoft setup. And I thought, I never, that's not something that usually comes into my purview in teaching class. And so it took us a while and a lot of command line, but we did eventually find a way.
1: I've never seen it go Linux to Windows. Mm-hmm. I've seen the reverse.
0: You've seen the reverse? I've seen
1: the reverse. I, I've, I've seen people go from IIS to like Tomcat mm-hmm. or Apache. Wow. But, uh, but yeah, um, one, one thing I'll say is um, suck up all the knowledge you can, um, whether, whether it be just reading a book or taking some e- extra notes or going back over and reading something, taking some online classes on your own. Um a lot of things now are heavy into networking um if I had it to do over again I would definitely um probably take at least the second Cisco class mm-hmm. and get the uh the, the first half of that CCNA
2: mm-hmm.
1: um it really really makes you more marketable from what from what I found and um a lot of virtualization heavy into virtualization and storage I mean if you if you know virtualization and storage then you, uh, you, you can pretty much go out there and get a job, for sure.
0: Fantastic. Well, I thank you very much for the interview. I thank you very much for your service, too, <laughs> by the way. You're welcome. Um, and uh, you were always a fantastic student, and I, I felt sure you would, you would go to bigger and better things. But I, I just want to reinforce for everyone who's listening to this that... As you heard, John never stopped learning. So if you're going to go into the IT world, be prepared. I mean, he, he says soak up all the knowledge you can. You're going to have to soak up the knowledge. You're going to be presented every single day with different scenarios. And you're not going to always have the answer, but you're going to have to find somebody who has the answer or get a book that has the answer or...
1: Get go your Google and, foo on.
0: Yeah, get Google <laughs> on or or go out and buy you a CBT Nuggets and learn that technology when they say, hey, guess what? We're getting System Center Configuration Manager next week. You get to learn how to figure it out. So, so you're always going to have to keep on learning uh, in this environment. So thank you very much for the interview, John. You're welcome. And uh, this has been this episode of Talk on Tech. I am Patrick Smith. Have a great week.